Saturday, 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 December 21st, E1 live at the hideout in Chicago. Featuring Chapo Trap House funny man, Felix Peterman. Gather around that gay old pole, dance your feet to and fro. When the flag goes up, so do bottoms. The beer is cold as a Harvard autumn. Tickets available on the internet if you Google it. Saturday, December 21st at the Hideout. The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled The Senate Subcommittee Hearing on Boyfriend Misconduct. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. This is Andrea Corkboard for C-SPAN on Vice. We are standing outside the United States Capitol, where today the Senate is holding hearings regarding the misuse of the stay-at-home boyfriend's fund. Coming to the stage next is Mr. Branson, who is being accused of being a low-quality boyfriend and an overall gross man. This case will have notable repercussions nationwide for the podcasting community if Mr. Branson is stripped of his stipend, which will cause people who make hobby podcasts but leftist to have to scramble to real jobs. Let's tune in as everyone begins to take their seats. Ladies and gentlemen who are at this Senate subcommittee hearing thing, my name is Senator Reggie Loud, the esteemed junior senator from Hollywood, and I am the chairman of the Senate subcommittee on boyfriend misconduct. Now, we all know why we are here, but for the cameras and all the millions watching at home, let me summarize. The subject of this investigation, Alex Branson, Twitter funny man and podcaster extraordinaire known for the cult comedy smash hit podcast episode one, available wherever podcasts are downloaded, has come under federal scrutiny for an application he filed with the federal stay-at-home boyfriend subsidy program. As we all know, the federal government provides subsidies for exceptional stay-at-home boyfriends that include, but are not limited to, $125,000 a year, three pairs annually of vintage government-issue Adidas Tiro 17s, and a new gaming PC. However, these benefits are means-tested, as all good welfare programs are, and boyfriends must meet and stay in compliance with certain criteria in order to qualify. The boyfriend must have an IQ of 75 or less. He must spend at least 7 hours a day or 37.5 hours a week gaming. And lastly, he must be in good standing with his girlfriend, having committed no acts which may be deemed under federal law as unboyfriend-like conduct. It is for this last stipulation that Mr. Branson's application has been flagged by the subcommittee. Our investigation has compiled a dossier filled with distressing reports that, if true, would disqualify Mr. Branson from receiving his federal subsidy under the Stay-at-Home Boyfriend Relief Act of 2019. Now, this hearing will be conducted primarily by myself and my esteemed colleague, the senior senator from Hollywood, Senator Shelley Chimp. Mr. Branson, do you have any opening remarks you would like to make to this subcommittee? Yes, I do, Your Honor. Well, I'm not a judge, so you don't have to call me Your Honor, but... Yes, sir, Mr. Sir, yes. I mean, you could call me Senator, because I was elected. It's not necessary to bow, son. Uh, I, I bow respectfully to Your Honor, the Senator from uh, Ho- Hollywood. You don't have to call us Your Honor. You don't have to call us Your Majesty. Mr. Senator will do just fine. Yes, Chancellor, my liege. Is there anything you'd like to say in defense of your conduct as a boyfriend over these yes, past yes, years? Yes, yes, yes. I have it right here. It's written, uh, it's a couple napkins. Let me just, them right here. Um, Mr. Chairman, Ranking Member Loud, members of the committee, 
I have had my name dragged through the dirt. I've been accused of things that are vile, untrue, and libelous. If you believe my accusers, the coverage in the media, you might think of me as low as a street dog. You might want to do things to me, like kick me as the normal everyday person would kick a street dog. Hell, you might want to take me and crucify me in the street like one would uh, uh, crucify a simple country dog that has perhaps gotten too big and too rude for its britches, like most people do when they have to deal with an arrogant, lowly street dog. This is how the media has treated me. This is how Congress has treated me, like a stupid, wet, ugly street dog that evokes such a natural and easy hatred within people that they become <laughs> determined to crucify it on a cross in the middle of the street and light the crucified street dog on fire as if it was a dog in the street. I am a great, compassionate boyfriend. I have a natural empathy for people, and I am kind, and I am non-judgmental. I have fired my lawyer because he is a stupid pussy, and I will be representing myself here today just like Al Bundy. I think you're confusing him with Ted Bundy, which doesn't help your case because he murdered at least 30 women. No, I, I have not murdered. Webster's Dictionary defines truth as shit that had <laughs> happened. We are all here today with one goal to find the truth. The truth that the truth is that I have been a decidedly above average boyfriend, a.k.a. fiance. Let's go over some facts. My socks rarely have more than one hole in them. Just because you didn't see me brush my teeth doesn't mean I didn't brush my teeth. When I watched the Raid Redemption and I started practicing my own moves that I thought maybe could help me pitch a sequel, there was never an official estimate of the property damage done, meaning that it was legally zero dollars. I have never hid beers inside of the couch in between the cushions and chugged them really quickly while you... while someone was in the bathroom when comparing the prices of birthday gifts i spent exactly three more dollars on her gift than my own if you also count the beer that i bought for myself the night before i get gifts uh for her even if there are no special occasions going on uh like when i brought home that bra i found in the road I always offer her the last sip of my beer, often regarded as the best sip, also the sip of gold, it has been called in some cultures. I have paid the bills in the household on multiple occasions, usually when there's something that comes out called like the Jeffree Star times Shane Dawson Double Down Mr. Bear Pleasure Pack Eyeshadow Guy Shadow Mwah Mwah Uncancelable Collection. I am not a perfect person, Incubus. I have tons of regrets just like everyone else. But that does not mean I'm a bad person. This year has been the hardest year in my entire life. When I nearly got kicked off of the podcast that I started over a simple misunderstanding, where all I said was, it's messed up how they call them the Waynes brothers just because they're black, I nearly lost everything. But I manned up. My bad, I said. I went on The View, I said, my bad. I grew and I learned, but this, all this, I'm a good guy, I'm a good boyfriend, and I hope that by the end of this, we can all sit here in this room and agree that I am the man, because 
I am the man. Thank you, your majesty. Okay, thank you, Mr. Branson. Um, now we're going to move on. There will be two parts to this hearing. The first part of our dossier is the snitch report. Um, just a number of things we've learned from snitches. And the second part is a more focused uh, report from an anonymous witness who uh, made a statement. Um, uh -oh. So without further ado, Senator Shelley Chimp, could you get started on the snitch report here? All right, we'll get started here on this. Um, I want to clarify that with the initial hearing with Congress, Mr. Branson apparently fell asleep. He had to take 14 bathroom breaks due to secret beers he was hiding within his suit sleeves. Uh, objection, Your Honor. It wasn't no just objections. the beers. You may speak. I also had, it wasn't just the beer. I also had some scotch eggs in my pocket. Well, with some hollandaise sauce, but that, that left pocket was hollandaise sauce, right pocket scotch eggs. Well, you knew you were going to be sitting beer. down for a long time, so why did you bring so many beers, you know? It was going to be a live recording, and you were going to have to be there for, you know, maybe an hour or so for this hearing. Why would you drink so many beers that you have to pee in the middle of the hearing? Oh, it's boring. It's a boring hearing. <clears throat> Regardless of your views on this, these hearings, they are necessary, and I would also like to correct you the golden sip is the first sip of a beer and it is understood by absolutely many cultures untrue that's absolutely un are you looking at the eastern cultures who say that the last sip is the golden sip yeah maybe these are just different cultures that have the same oh, wait, name you're talking about the, sips. the are you talking about the the because i was referring to the sip of gold which is the last one either way i assure you i come from a culture that appreciates and knows their beer chimp is a very irish name and let's move <laughs> along now, well, I think that the silver can, uh, sip is your 25th sip. The gold sip is the 50th sip. And the, the platinum gold, the sip, sip... Okay, the, I don't know what the silver sip or the gold sip is, but the sip of gold is the last sip of beer at the end. The one that got away. But here's the question for you as it regards uh, unboyfriend-like behavior. Are girlfriends known to want the sip of gold from that beer? Or um, is this so a far, presumptuous thing on your part that actually is distasteful? Uh, so far, it has not been accepted when I've offered the sip of gold. So, even see, when this I told is distressing about... because the first time I can understand, but then you keep offering it even though you know it's not what she wants. That seems like unboyfriend-like conduct to me. Uh, disagree. I feel like that's a very boyfriend-like move where you do something knowing they won't accept in order to make yourself look good. So you're trying to say this is like chivalrous or something? Yes. And it's easy points because you know she won't do it. Right. Hmm. It's Mr. like when I... It's like when I offer to make the bed, and she knows that if I make the bed, I'll just make it look bad on purpose. So I can offer to do it, and she'll say, no, I'll do it, because she knows that if I do it, I'll do it bad on purpose, so she won't ask me again. All right, well, we're off to a rocky start. Um, why don't we just get into this first part of the dossier? According to a report from A&B Snitch Enterprises, you have been under surveillance for two years by the agency acting in undercover roles in order to befriend you and report on any abnormal activity to your girlfriend. These agents... I'm sorry, I can't get my glasses. These are my wife's. I could not find mine, so do not laugh at me. Oh, they're very... I like the leopard spots. Thank you. Um, I actually do like them. I don't think any of the journalists here should take pictures of them. I thank you. Now, 
May I continue? Yes, your majesty. Just a senator. These agents have kept close contact with your girlfriend through calling, text messaging, email, Skype, AIM, and tugging on her skirt to get her attention while calling out, Oh, Miss Lady, Miss Lady. These report details several violations in the time span of the surveillance. Now to list off the beginning. Um, one, refusing to talk about your upcoming upcoming wedding with your male friends. Uh, is, is this my turn? Are you are you like are you going to laundry list me and really shellack me and expect me to remember to reply to them or do I get a go? I think you, you can reply go one one. if you like. One by one. Well, well. First of all, you keep saying that this organization has some agents that. Uh, did you say that, that it's an organization that has agents, or there's some Asians? Ag- agents. Okay. Agent. A G E N T. Okay. So, because I was gonna say, I don't know. Like, I don't. This get is spied on by any Asian guys. This is A M P Snitch Enterprises, so, and it's out of the Midwest. So All right, so you got, uh, you know, I don't talk about the wedding with, um, you know, my friends or whatever. Um, and I feel like that's that's normal because uh, uh, I don't uh, have a lot to opinions on the matter. Uh, pick the spot, have some beers, invite some guys, hang out, have a wedding and whatever. But um, uh, do you have any? Can I get a glass of water or something? Can I get like a pitcher of it or something? You guys patted me down. I couldn't bring we, any beers. Can in we this get a time. water, a pitcher, a we water. Got, or something. We actually give have him, a few beers on the desk if you want. Give them two glasses. If it's gonna oh, help you loosen water, up, you can, beer. you can take a beer. Yeah, it might it might you know relax me a little bit in this stuffy office meeting or whatever, and I got to be yelled at by two kings. Well, I mean, this is quite a large <laughs> office if you're gonna call it that. Um, so yeah, I don't talk to them about it mostly cause my friends are bird brain knuckleheads. And usually when they do talk about stuff, it's usually about like Looney Tunes or burger toppings or like what's the best sandwich. So if I would start talking about the wedding, I'd be at risk to get a lot of wet willies or, you know, um, you know, getting my arm twisted, getting made fun of. Well, let me pose Probably a hypothetical say, for okay. you here, Mr. Branson. Um, Let's say your friends who are part of the wedding party, they start saying things to you like, can we wear Tiro 17s to the wedding? You know, can we just, you know, drink like 15 beers before it starts? Can we do all this stuff? What are you going to say to them? Oh, I'd say probably not to the Tiro 15s. And then it would defer. 17s. It It says right here, 17s. It would probably be no on the 17s, um, you know, because I'm not allowed to wear them. So I'd be mad if somebody else was. Uh, I haven't asked, but I assume no, using context clues. Thank you. Um, as for the beers, it would depend on an individual basis of if I think they could handle it or not. I would suggest no, because I'm not allowed to be that drunk because I got, like, stuff to do, and I guess you have to take pictures, and you have to, like, go from different locations and Well, Mr. Branson, it's my understanding that at a wedding, you're allowed to allow your groomsmen to drink and get as drunk as they want. I'm going to play the fifth, I think. Is that how that works? Well, I Let's guess... Let's move it, along It's here. up to the... I can't control them. Let's They're show here, on your part that you're trying to look out for your girlfriend's best interests. So perhaps that uh, is a positive in our inquiry here. Let's move along. The next listing is about rubbing dirt on it when you're bleeding. It just doesn't, quote, rubbing dirt on it. Yeah, just rub some dirt on it. 
You don't need to make a fuss. Just rub some dirt on it. I'm sick of people bleeding and whining and carrying on and go to the emergency room and stuff. Just rub some dirt on it. Next question. Okay. If, that's what you if your brain hurts, if you're sad, if you're hungover, rub some dirt on it. Rub, if it's a metaphorical hurt, rub some metaphorical dirt on it. Get over it. Nobody wants that to hear be? about your problems. I don't know. If you're sad, if you're angry, if you're mean, rub some dirt on it. Get over it. Life's short. God, just get over it. Just rub some dirt on it. Shut up. Nobody wants to hear your problems. Did you just tell a senator of the United States to shut up? I was metaphorical shut up. I was addressing the uh, royal okay. we. I, I, I think I understand. Thank you. No disrespect to you, sir. Moving along. Um, this says you are frequently cutting up your socks with your toenails. Yes, sir. I'm not perfect. And sometimes I let things slide. And I have an accelerated metabolism that causes my fingers and toenails to grow very rapidly. You must get a lot of calcium. I appreciate and your they, honesty, Mr. Branson. They 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 kind of grow in a in a shape. I had a lot of foot infections when I was younger, a lot of toe infections. I'm sorry and to they hear kinda that. Kind of really, kind of really, they really chop those suckers up so that the nail would like grow in a very, and it, it grows in a very sharp, kind of slicing dagger like way. It's almost like a like a triangle at the end of it that just kind of comes off and um yeah i'm a big man i'm a large man and most socks only are recommended for like the size like 8 through 12 so i have to buy the big and tall socks but for a while i wasn't doing it so that the small socks in conjunction with my sharp big toe caused a multitude of my socks to kind of so uh get sliced mr up. branson if i'm hearing this correctly you're saying that this is a genetic problem rather than a hygienic problem? Uh, I would say that there are many contributions to why this is a problem. And for every contribution to this problem, there's about 10 times more solutions. Uh, I just clip them. And so I've been working on that and I'm trying to get better. As I said, thank you for your honesty. We're going to move along here. This uh, well, this one's a little bit more troubling. This says, telling your girlfriend you ate a salad for your lunch, yet when the stool samples were tested, they showed zero trace of any vegetation and were entirely comprised of meat and starches. Particularly chips. Uh, these chips seem like they may have been eaten out of a bowl, actually. Now, is that... A, 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 I, I feel like... All right, we're going to get to that, know uh, that Senator Loud. We're going to get to that. There's different parts of the report here, so why don't we just take this one step at a time? I, I feel like uh, it's illegal to test my stool, right? If like, you that's want, be a it, it if you want your subsidy, you have to get drug tested. You have to get stool tested. This is just part of the regimen if you want the benefits. As you know that once you throw away right, something, I and can it becomes, say that once it becomes garbage, it is legally, well, more or less fair game. I, I can say with 100% certainty that those results are inaccurate because uh, vegetation, right? Um, a lot of, like, ketchup has tomatoes in it. So I know I got some vegetation because those are tomatoes, bud. I think that's uh, arguable. Well, that's better than I hoped. <laughs> okay, the next one lists... Getting a prostitute in Grand Theft Auto 5? Yeah. And can you elaborate? 
I got a prostitute in Grand Theft Auto Five, <laughs> and I I stole a van. And I was playing online with my friends, and I saw a prostitute, and I was like, "Oh, I remember playing Grand Theft Auto Three, where you could pick up prostitutes." And let me tell you something. Um, There's a big controversy back then, but it's even it's even more graphic now. So I'm playing online with my friends, and I'm in this van, and I get a prostitute, and I drive over. I forgot who it was. Um, maybe Josh in Grand Theft Auto, and I made him watch me through the car have sex with a prostitute in Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> you um, made him? Because- Did you threaten him? Um, no, it was more like a, hey, check this out. Hey, look at this. And then my character, who is not me and doesn't look like me. So, so he was willing looked, to watch you do this yes. act. Now, I will tell you this. If the character looked like me, I could see where there might be a problem with this, where somebody might think this is being unfaithful. But I'm not, because the guy didn't look anything like me. Uh, he was real ugly, had white hair, big chubby cheeks. Uh, no beard, uh, was short. So he had sex with the prostitute, mm. the character that I was controlling. It wasn't actually real sex. Now, are and you also, aware that prostitution and solicitation of sexual acts is legal? Not in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> but is it a game? It is a video game within the United States. Uh, I do not know where the servers are online. Well, the legality of that issue is, is uh, you know, for another case, another matter. However, we do have to inquire about your mind, your state of mind at that time. Were you thinking about your girlfriend's best interests when you made that decision in the game? Were you thinking about her or were you just completely just doing whatever I want to do? Like, I want to get my jollies. You uh, know? I would say that that is a false dichotomy because, you know, at one point I'm always thinking about her, but mostly um, it was about making my friends laugh. Now, I don't think she would have a problem with it either, as the one time she did play Grand Theft Auto, the only thing she did was go to the strip club. Now, well, that's... I think we have one more one more question here. I know you described your own character, but could you describe this prostitute for us in Grand Theft Auto V? Uh, yeah, about... 15 seconds after everything that I described, she was uh, dead on the street. <laughs> so now you're telling us that she was murdered or was yeah. it an accident? I don't know. I didn't do it. I think Josh did it. He thought it was funny. Now, I also have a note here about you turning yourself into a pig within the game. Yeah. Now, was that a metaphor for you getting a prostitute within the game? No. No. Are we talking about an it's oink oink pig? Or like a, more a of suey a... little porky pig piggy. I turned I was turned into it in the video game. I don't I'm know. sorry, I don't, I don't understand. understand. I don't I don't, un- I, I don't get what you don't get. I was a pig in the video game. I was a pig. I had a curly tail. I had tusks. I was pink and I ran around oinking. Now I as I understand it, this is a game where you are a criminal. Yes. So instead you decided to play as a cop. No. Okay. Okay. All right, we're going to move along here. Okay. This says that you enjoy showing everyone your belly button hair lint. That's right. 
When was the last time you can remember uh, having done this? Five minutes. Uh, no, um, I'd say five minutes before the procession started. Would you be willing to do it here at this hearing? Well, I just took it out, so I don't think there will be much in there. Okay, maybe Usually, after the recess, we will um, look back into that. Yeah. It says here that you said you claimed that you'd pay money to kill a horse. That's right. Now, I know that doesn't have much to do to you, probably, with your relationship or being a boyfriend, but there's a lot of different questions people have about that. Okay. Shoot. Why would you want to kill a horse? Because they're nasty. A lot of people would disagree. They th- would say they're rather majestic. Well, I'd, I'd say that they're nasty, that they're mean. They have teeth like a man, and it's gross. And they're big, and they stink, and they're covered in flies, and they have big old weird dicks. And uh, I personally think it would be funny to like swoop down on a whole herd of them stampeding through the Rocky Mountains, um, you know, in a helicopter that perhaps has a mounted minigun and just let nature run its course. Did you think, did you make the claim that you think it'd be funny if Charlie Wilson sold to the Taliban catapults so they could shoot horses at Russian helicopters? (laughs) That's correct. What's your reasoning behind that? It's funny. I think just imagine it. I mean, I'm smiling. Pardon me, Your Majesty, but I'm smiling right now, imagining a Taliban guy loading up a, a horse onto a catapult and flinging it, flinging it into a Russian helicopter, and it just immediately explodes, and little bits of horse come raining down on everyone as they cheer. Mr. Branson, I'm also on the Senate subcommittee for making war. And uh, we may actually need some of your ideas. We may ask you to come by and testify for some other. Well, some I have some stuff. drawings, um, some sketches. That okay, I've make done sure you keep those. all those, and we'll get in touch about that. All right. Now, for the next question, you said you wouldn't mind being adopted by a one Mrs. Jessica Blevins. Oh, uh, that's right. Also, don't understand what that means. Um, Do you, you not have a with- loving mother and father? No, I do. So what did you mean by this? Uh, well, Ninja's a great guy, and, you know, Tim the Tatman, he would come over on weekends, and they seem like just a real loving couple. So and, you'd like um, to be their son? Yeah, I mean. And can you remind people of this hearing, how old are you, Mr. Branson? You know, I'm, 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 I'm 31 years old. So you're old. older than so, you... That you're older than the people you wish to be adopted by. <laughs> I mean, it's just... If I understand that just, right. It's just people say stuff, you know? It's not people like People say what stuff? You're 31 years old. That, you want to be adopted by people younger you than yourself. Were you considering whether your girlfriend would want to be Ninja's daughter-in-law? You know, I don't think I'd actually follow through on it if it, um, if it happened. Um, just kind of stuff guys talk about. It's just kind of guy stuff. Um, I don't even know how you guys found out about that. Okay, well, we have our ways. Um, moving along here, you yeah, said... I heard you have some Asian guys. You're Asians. No, they're not. I assure you, they're white men. Um, you said you went on The View. Uh, this in the report said you were raising the roof after comments you made towards Megan McCain. Um, I, I, I really got her good. I don't feel like if it's appropriate to say... 
it right now. Um, everyone got pretty mad at me for my comments on Megan McCain. Um, but I don't, you know, I already said them once. I guess I can't get in trouble again because of double jeopardy. Um, should I say it here? If you could s- s- state what you said, I have the quote here, but if you could say it in your own words, please. All right. Um, so basically, the show's called The View, and um, I said that ever since Megan McCain came on The View, they should change the name from The View to uh, The Obstruction <laughs> because uh, she's blocking The View. <laughs> I see. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Next one says... That's the quote you had, right? It wasn't the other stuff I said, right? All right. So the next one says, you enjoy spending $60 on a video game and saying it was free. Uh, I deny this allegation. I've never said that. Says right here. Yeah. Where'd you get that? Uh, What video game are they talking about? They do great work. What video game are they saying? I'm not a... It says redacted. It's blacked out. All right. Well, that's because it's a lie. Um, I always brag about how much I spend on video games because it's helping the economy. Hmm. Moving along. You often enjoy eating a, quote, food bowl? Yes, Can sir. you elaborate on what that is? It's self-explanatory. Uh, um, you know, even Senator Loud and I shared a food bowl the other day. Uh, as I understand, he's quite fond of them. Uh, I, I dabble from time to time. Essentially, it's um, you take a bunch of food, you put it in a bowl, and you mix it around. You got a food bowl. They're all going to get mixed up anyway if they're on the plate. In so you might stomach. as well just put them in right. the bowl all right. and mix it all, all right. up. Center you want loud. all the flavors okay. together, all right. right? It's easier to carry on a bowl, too. I can see his heart rate is just going up if, even talking about this. If you didn't want the, all those flavors together, then why are you eating the meal? You know why are you mean? eating them together? It's yeah, not you like you're going to put them on your plate. With all the flavors like, that go together, complimentary. Having a buffer zone on your plate between all the different things like a psychopath. So you might as well like Yeah, what is this, the 1950s? You're sitting down with yeah. your fucking family and your picket yeah. fence outside. My three, Senator Loud, please my watch three your language. Green beans, this is live make sure on C-SPAN. My three green this beans is an don't touch my dollop of mashed of potatoes. The Senate. <laughs> okay, well, there's a number of um, food-related things that actually come up in this report. Um, uh, well, we he heard... also claimed that he eats a bag of chips and claims it's his dinner. We've we've heard allegations about this. We've heard another allegation relating to the salad one earlier. That um, you told your girlfriend you had a salad for dinner, but you actually ate 40 pizza rolls. And then when she found out via a snitch that you had pizza rolls, you claimed it was only 20 pizza rolls. Do you care to elaborate on this? Uh, My lawyer, who I fired, has uh, suggested that I don't answer any more questions about the number of pizza rolls. Um, Just say that the whole night was a blur. Can you tell us, if you won't talk about the number of pizza rolls, can you tell us how many packages of pizza rolls you had to purchase? Or was this a family pack? It was one package. I do not recall if it was family, if it was um, regular size, or if it was the new super family pack can you tell that us they what sell brand? at Costco. Can you tell us what brand? Um, just generic Costco ones. You know, the, like the kind of like ones that like... Have a little bit of actual marinara in them, so it's weird. It seems like they're like like pizza rolls trying to be Italian or something. It was those ones, like not the actual pizza rolls, like the branding pizza rolls, but like the knockoff generic ones. And can you give us a a time span of when you ate these pizza rolls? 
I would was say it over about, 32 hours or 24? I'd say about four minutes. <laughs> four minutes. I, I like. I don't like. I got a real cat's tongue, so I like them. I don't like them super hot. So I, I pop them out of the oven. I let them sit there for about 10 minutes. I get my ranch dressing. I put it on the plate and I slide the pizza rolls over there. And I so tend you to don't the- microwave them. No, I put them in the oven. Uh, well, I at least you, respect okay, well, that's, that. Yeah, You're that's the only man. reasonable way I, to I, make I, get, I will give you that. Okay. Um, you also have been complaining, apparently, about not being able to make chili over the weekend. That's right. That's right. Why I just that? don't think it's fair is all. She doesn't like the chili because it takes a long time to cook, right? And I really like to, like, you know... I really like to let it sweat, you know. I get it on there. I make a day of it. I drink some beer. I like to listen to country music while I'm making my chili, you know, and cutting everything. Do you pour up. anything into that chili? Um, if I'm doing a standard big pot of chili, which I can eat over, you know, the course of like a week, um, I like to put beer in it. I like to get all my my garlic and onions in there with my oil, right? Just a little bit of oil. I put the spices in there to let it bloom. Right, I let that go for a little bit till the onions caramelize. I put some beer in, right? Add some chili powder. I start working in the peppers, you know, letting the peppers kind of go, and it's like a piece by piece process. So I have a question about you this know, beer that you're putting in the chili. Um, is the sip of gold is that going in the chili? The sip of gold is saved for me. I pour the top part of the beer in. Wait till it gets to the sip of gold. I have that one is sip the golden gold. sip. That's the sip of gold. The first sip is the golden sip. But the I'm sip of gold is the, the final last, sip. The final sip is the sip of gold. Now, I will acknowledge that the first sip is the golden sip, but the last sip is the sip of gold. So in that case, you keep that... You, I think earlier you were claiming that you offer that sip of gold to your girlfriend, but now we're getting contradictory evidence that you actually take it for yourself when you're making chili. Maybe this has to do with why no. she doesn't like the chili. No, it's not that true. That would make sense to me. It's not true. I don't offer it to her because she gets mad at me when I cook the chili. But you claim that she, you offered it at other times. You don't offer it when she's mad. You only offer it when she's not mad? Well, she leaves the room, so I can't offer it to her. All right. Well, we have something else chili related here in the report. Um, I'm holding up a photo right now. Um, it kind of looks like, I mean, to my eye, it kind of looks like wow, diarrhea. That looks really good. It looks that like looks diarrhea really on like maybe a block of can you cheese show this, or something. Can you show this to the house here? Yeah. Can you can you tell me what this photo is? Why is everybody gasping? What what is pictured here? Do you recognize this meal? Yeah, that's dinner. That's what I call it. That's what I call a nice dinner. Got some Mr. slices Branson. of cheese, got some hot dogs under there, pour some chili on it. That's a dinner right there. Can you state for the record what this dinner is exactly supposed to be? It's a chili dog. There's two chili dogs. Mr. Branson, I've been a senator for a long, long time, and I can tell you that is not a chili dog. It's smothered. It's smothered style. Well, l- tell me this. How did your friends react when they saw a photograph of this alleged Well, mostly dinner? disdain. Um Honestly, to, to, to be quite honest, I almost felt like I was betrayed there by her. Um, I felt like I was betrayed because, I, you know, I wasn't trying to make anything that looked fancy or nothing. I was just trying to make a nice dinner. And then and then and then she laughed at me and uh, 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 <laughs> sent it to my friends to mock me. And it caused me a lot of emotional strife. I considered suing at that point, but I, I cooler heads prevailed. 
But this committee would like to ask you, is that the behavior of a compliant and good boyfriend to make a meal so revolting that your significant other laughs and feels that this evidence needs to be shared with the broader community? I feel like that is acceptable or even good boyfriend behavior because it was a meal for me. She had already eaten. Seems like you put her through a degree of emotional stress too, though. I'm not really. I don't think. I think she. I think she got pure joy from dragging me through the dirt, kicking me like a common street dog before hammering in four nails through my dog paws. Okay, enough with the street dogs, uh, Mr. Branson. We're gonna Um, move along here to the second part. Well, actually, sorry. One more. One more thing in this part. I want to just say. A couple of items, and just tell me what you think about them. A couple of uh, food or beverage items. Um, okay. How about a big 32-ounce uh, energy drink? What do you think of that? Wow. Not bad. Okay, how about this? Salisbury steak. <sighs> wow, pretty good. Okay. So these things to you are not bad and pretty good. Um, do you think it's boyfriend-like behavior to have such lofty opinions of these foods that are clearly bachelor foods and are not suitable for a man in a relationship. Uh, according to who? According to the federal government with the bylaws set out to determine who, which stay-at-home boyfriend receives a subsidy. There, uh, I, I'll issue one statement on Salisbury steak, and this will be my last time talking about it. Because it's gotten a bad rap throughout the years, because it's not steak. Okay, I want to tell the reporters uh, in the crowd to uh, brace themselves. Salisbury steak. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ooh. All right, all right. Okay, all right. Please. Okay, please. order, order please. in this chamber. Now, Mr. Loud, should we move along to the second part of this hearing? Yes, let's, let's do that. Um, now, we have an anonymous witness who cannot be named in front of this room today who has a number of grievances that come from your own household. Um, this particular person that you have a certain relationship with has a number of grievances that are pertinent to uh, what we're discussing here today. So Senator Chimp and I would just like to ask you like a series of questions and um, just kind of see where that leads us. Now, are there ever times when perhaps your significant other has to sleep on the couch? Um, Perhaps you've been scream podcasting about being eaten like a turkey for dinner that night. Uh, This particular anonymous um, witness had to go sleep on the couch because she had a 9 a.m. quarterly meeting at work. And you were just screaming about being eaten. Is, does this ring any bells, or do you have any thoughts on this? Yes, this does. I, I, first of all, I'll say 9 a.m. is a normal time. You know, it's not that early. It's a normal time. I'll concur with that. It's actually pretty it's late. That's sleeping time. in. Yeah, it's a normal time. It's 9 a.m. Um, so not too worried about that. Um, and with the screaming about eating is just sometimes I have to do what I have to do uh, through my creativity to kind of bring in the bacon, you know. A little so what bit. you're saying and, is and you're trying to put some bread on the table or bring home the I'm, bacon. I'm or whatever. trying to put some be- bread on the table. I'm trying to get my. I'm, I got one a big piece of the pie, right? Deluxe apartment in the sky, right? These things cost money, so sometimes, you know, you got to do it. And as for the content. Well, you just kind of got to well, go. Well, hold on. I want on that note. I want to ask Mr. Branson 
um, what kind of bread and also what kind of pie? I'm imagining a nice apple pie, and for the bread, I'm imagining a nice um, baguette. Okay, maybe French. with some garlic butter on the side that you can. Okay, maybe spread a spread with some olive oil yeah. and some oregano some in that. Oil. Maybe some yeah. balsamic, balsamic vinegar. With olive oil. Maybe, yeah, maybe some olives to the side. Maybe just even getting like a whole. Like some maybe some prosciutto, white, perhaps capicola. Some white cheddar. Well, he already brought some, home the bacon, in. so I think the feta cheese maybe, or maybe a, a nice blue cheese crumble, right? Or maybe like just you know a whole just a whole spread. You get some walnuts on there too. Maybe some like might have to take jelly. Soon. Yeah, we might have to. Uh, so and then the pie um, would it include a scoop of vanilla bean ice cream? It would be vanilla bean ice cream, of course. It would be on Thank a singular you. slice of it right there. No further questions on that matter. With a nice cup of coffee. Even better. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, uh, I'm going to just read directly from the report of these grievances. Have never walked into a fully flushed toilet since he moved in. That's a lie. That's a lie. She is. She is. Well, she can is. you prove that? I mean, uh, we can. I, I, I'll tell you what. I'm a, I'm a bathroom man. Everyone knows this about me. That's my friend. I'm a bathroom man. I like using the bathroom four, five, six times a day. It's just, it's how my body works. I'm a big guy. I'm a big guy. You certainly six, are. Six. Wait, now when you say four, five, six times a day, do you mean poo poo or pee pee? I mean, mostly poo poo, honestly. Like, if I'm mostly, uh, do you, do you defecate more than you void, Mr. Branson? Well, even let's, let's look at it. In the last two hours, I've used, I've done two number twos because I had scotch eggs for dinner. And they're not full size voids. Follow. They're not full size voids. They're like, like kind of like slut, like well, sludgy. That's a, a void is urinating, sir. Sorry, uh, urination. Well, then what? What do we call the uh, dumps? Well, I said defecating. You could say what you said. Dumps. So yeah, I'll void when I, every single time I dump, I void. But not every single time I void, I dump. As anyone should. Thank you. Right. You're welcome. Hey, All right, Mister Loud, I pass it over to you. Uh, let me. Let, I would like to comment a, an addendum to my answer there. I scrub that sucker every time I use it. I scrub the hell out of that thing. I'm down there on my hands and knees scrubbing it, you know. But the thing is, it's like an old toilet, and there's some like crusted gunk at the bottom. So when I scrub it, it knocks some of that crust off, and it looks like doo doo, but it ain't. All right, because I get in there and I clean it, you know. Okay, well, I, we have another matter. Ever since I've started living with a woman, Mr. you know. Mr. Branson, we have a lot to go over here. I so pee with the, to I leave the toilet seat down when I pee. So you get it all I'll over forget, the seat? I'll forget to put it up. I'll forget to put it up after. So I want to be considerate, and I leave it down, and I pee. Well, you and mean, yeah, sometimes you you I get it on the seat. you forget to put it down? I put it on the seat, but sometimes, but when I when I when I pee and I get some on the seat, I'll wipe it off with the toilet paper Mr. Branson, or maybe a thick sock that I'm wearing at spare that time. Us the details. Okay, we have truth more, must be told. There's more allegations about your bathroom behaviors. Um, when you, uh, let's say you trim your beard, do you pay attention to where the hair goes? Can you tell me where that hair ends up after you have trimmed that beard? Well, sometimes it gets in places, and there's just nothing you can do about it. I try to clean as all as I can. But as anyone with a beard knows, they're very coarse little hairs, and they tend to jump around and get around. They'll get in, like, the soap dispenser. They'll get in the um, you know, the sink and stuff like that. But, but let me we, ask you, you know, a question. On that sink, does your girlfriend keep a toothbrush there? Yes, Your Honor. 
Now, when these beard hairs are getting all over the sink area, are there beard hairs getting on that toothbrush? I wouldn't know. I, I do not know at this time. Well, we have heard from our confidential source um, that the answer is actually an affirmative yes. There are beard hairs on that toothbrush. Uh, well, I don't know. I was, uh, my bad. I'll chalk that. Yeah, I guess I'm human. Guess I'm not this perfect little golden angel baby that is hairless and just flies around singing songs, making every. Sorry, I'm not that. I guess I'll try harder to be right. a golden Branson, hairless baby that flies around singing songs. This is not in the report. This is me asking you a question. Do you feel that you are hated? I am hated. I am potentially one of the most hated people of all time. I think that's I, a little bit of an exaggeration. I think the media looks at me like I am this dirty, wet dog that is rolling around on a cobblestone street in 18th century England. <laughs> and all they want to do to me is grab me by my paws, hammer those paws into a wooden crucifix and light me on the fire, light me on fire to prove I'm a witch. That's what the media wants to do to me. I don't think that's true. I think it's true. I really do. I think it's true. I really do. All right, let's move along to the next grievance. This says, buy him a 36-pack of Cheez-Its for the lunch pack. I pack him every single morning, only to wake up to him passed out drunk on the couch with 11 empty Cheez-It bags surrounding him. There's not 11. That never happened. What would you estimate there were? Tops? Three. Yet this, so this event did occur. You admit to that. No, because that event says 11. I'm telling you, it tops out at 3, and usually it's mostly 1. So this one. event occurred at 3. Yeah, sorry that I eat normal food when I'm drunk at night, because what she does is she just, like, hard-boils eggs and eats them like a taco on a piece of bread. May I remind you that you are on trial here? And by trial, I mean a hearing, yeah, not I know, a trial. I can tell, because I'm persecuted. I feel like I'm on trial here. Well, it seems like you're right. trying to deflect blame to others who are not present. I, yeah, we still because some, we still have a lot to cover. I think, loud, yeah. uh, Senator Loud, you should. Okay, there's um, another allegation from this anonymous source that says, uh, sometimes in the middle of the night, you just scream, why? And it sends this person into complete terror. And, um, you know, she wakes up and she's startled. But then you just immediately fall back asleep unfazed. I'm a curious guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no further <laughs> questions on that. Okay, we're going to move along. Like we're going to move along here. Comes home from work where I've already started making an elaborate dinner from scratch and he is quote not hungry yet. End quote. And then it's I find a bag. Please let me continue. And then I find a bag full of empty Dave's double wrappers in his car. That was from lunch. What time did you have this lunch and how many double whoopers did you eat? Well, typically, um, I'm, I don't like fries, and one sandwich isn't enough to make I'll me hungry. I'll concur with um, Mr. Branson on this. Fries, as you get older, do not agree with you. They'll make you upset, and uh, your stomach will feel awful. You'll want to just sleep immediately, and they're just not good to eat anymore. So the two-sandwich move, I think, is um, I'm a two-sandwich move. But that's what I'm wondering, right? is what time were these two sandwiches But yes, at? when were these, these are in? Keep in mind, these are double whoopers. Dave's double. This is four... Burgers in two um, sandwiches. No, it's not a day's double burgers. Looper. They're much, bur um, they're much I, bigger I than the double stack. I am. I never get any of the hamburgers at Wendy's. Um, I am a spicy chicken man through and through. So you eat two spicy chicken sandwiches right before you go home where you're... No. 
I eat two spicy chicken sandwiches at, you know, 1230 or one. Well, then the question still stands of when you get home, why are you not hungry yet? It seems presumptuous to think that like, oh, it's 530. I have to be super hungry because, you know, that's like her diet schedule. And she just wants me to like, like compromise my you know, independence is a man. I'm a man. I'm a red-blooded man, and I can eat lunch whenever I want. All right? There's a, Mr. Branson, do you like to eat food, though? Do you like food? Yeah, I, I could eat. I think it's pretty clear looking at Mr. Branson that he likes you could food. Eat. And yet you, you come home and you say you're not that hungry yet. Well, you know, the thing is, too, that, like, okay, if she's going to cook this elaborate dinner, then that means it's my responsibility to clean. And sometimes I just don't want to start cleaning right when I get home. I want to sit and, and kick my feet up for a little bit. So oh, my God, I'm out of that hunger. Are your dogs my barking? My dogs are barking. Are they tired at the end of a long day? Oh, yeah. Putting Mr. bread Branson, on the table. Do you sit down at your, at your place of employment? Yeah. So why do you need to sit down when you come home? Well, because I, no, I don't need to sit down when I come home. I need to lay down. Why? I cannot, I cannot even lay worse. down in my office cubicle. Why do you need to lay down? You've been sitting down all day. It seems like you have plenty of rest. Uh, no, it's not rest because I'm typing at the computer. That doesn't sound very difficult to me. Uh, it's why don't not we move very on difficult. No, you can't just say that, and you can't just get your little pot shot on there for CNN. Or yes, C-SPAN. I can. I'm a U.S. No, you senator. Can't. I am. I'm not. I deny you your little clip of dunking on me. I must explain myself. You can't it, do I'm that. You can't just man. deny me. I'm a tall man. You're the one it's, here. For this hearing. I'm a tall man, and I'm sitting in a computer chair. Sometimes I need to straighten my spine out. Sounds like you need to stand up a little bit more. And maybe be a little bit more grateful when that dinner is waiting for you at home. Mm-hmm. You guys, hmm, all right, that's fine. Let me look around here, and just I'm just Mr. trying to look Mr. around Loud, this room. Will you, take the, will you feel the next? I'm, I'm looking for this cross you guys must have hidden, because you guys are going to try to Put me right up on this as soon as this is done. That's huh? quite enough, Mr. Branson. You guys keeping the cross behind Mr. you Branson, back there? Mr. Branson, if you do not remain quiet, we will have to hold you in contempt. This next allegation is something that actually, it's conceivable that this happens when you get home and you lay down, like you're describing. Um, it seems that sometimes when you're in this position, maybe you're sitting on the couch or something, though. Uh, do you wear Tiro's? Tiro 17s around the house? Yes, sir. Okay. And um, you're, I guess you're in the other room for this one. So maybe you're laying down in the bed like you've gotten home. You've got your tiros on. Um, the anonymous source is watching TV in the other room. And it would appear that you start scratching yourself. Uh, tell me, where, where do you like to scratch yourself when you're wearing your tiros? All over, really. I like to scratch all over. Every, you know, and makes there, it real easy to get into your tiros and scratch around. Scratching that happens that is so deafeningly loud that it supersedes. This is this is the words in the the document supersedes the TV volume. There's so much scratching going on. I I don't know about how loud it is, but yeah, there's some scratching I like to do. I like to scratch. I'm laying in my own bed. Can I not scratch? Well, is you there know, a way I to scratch was... at a volume that is sub TV level? Perhaps you have well, a medical condition if you're scratching so hard that you are making so much noise that someone cannot hear above. I, I, I think that maybe somebody's being a little dramatic about, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an itchy guy. I like to scratch. I got a big body. I got coarse hairs, like a little, you know, 
little, uh, 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 you know, those little iron scrubbers. What are those called? Steel wool. Scrubbers. Steel wool. I got little steel wool pubes, and when I scratch them, it makes a cacophony of cricket noises. So what? Did you All say right? cricket noises? Just turn up the TV. That's what I say. All right. We're going to move along. This says... Told him I was doing the keto diet, and he used six eggs and all of my expensive cheese to make himself, quote, huevos brancheros, end quote. I didn't know she called dibs on the eggs. First of all, she says the keto diet. I don't know what any of that means, right? So for all, I just smile and nod and said, you do whatever you want. And then, you know, I don't know that that means she has dibs on certain foods. Well, can you explain to this room what Huevos Brancheros is exactly? Yes. It's great. Go it's ahead. Good. It's um, all right. So you get some chips, right? Just a bag of chips. Tortilla chips. You don't want any like Doritos or stuff. You could use them, I guess, but the dust might be weird. Like just a dustless chip. If you have a dustless chip, all right. And you're going to, you're going to like, Put some chips in a skillet. You're going to pour some salsa on the chips, and they're going to get all soft like tortilla strips in there. And then you're going to crack some eggs on top. Uh, right? how, many, you're going to how many eggs, though? As many as you want. If you're a big guy or if you're a real man, you might want six eggs. If you're a lesser man, you might want like four or three. And you scramble them up, and you put some cheese on it. You put some pepper and some hot sauce, a lot of hot sauce. Make it nice and hot, so you got to use the bathroom later. Right, and then you slide that off into a plate. It's a big lumpy thing, and that's a huevos brancheros, and it's very good, and it's very good, and it's good uh, for you. Like I said, we might have to take recess soon. So we're getting a report that this person asked for a perfume for Christmas and gave you a specific favorite brand that she wanted, and you bought Victoria's Secret love spell instead. Parentheses. Girls know how much of a crime this is. All right, well... Um, I think you know, that's a ridiculous uh, grievance. We should move along. Yeah, obviously, looking around at this Congress Committee of Boyfriend Activities, I'm looking at it. It's all it's all just guys in here. Everyone's so. just shrugging. Like, the perfume that she sent me was like $70, right? And the, the Victoria's Secret one was on sale. I saw it on Slick Deals with a Z. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to get that one. It's, it's, <laughs> it's way cheaper. Because I wasn't rolling in the dough like I am now. You know, times are tough. All right, I'll read the next two questions. Then, Senator Loud, you can... Uh, or not questions, I'm sorry, grievances. Senator Loud, you can finish off with the, the last short three. Every time he cooks meat, he just, quote, blasts it, end quote, on the stove. Parentheses, still not sure what that means. And our All apartment right. fills up with smoke, and my eyes burn and cry for 40 minutes oh while he God. tries my to whip it out the window with a towel for 40 minutes during Big Little Lies. Exaggeration. First of all, Big Little Lies, man. Have you guys had to see that? I have no idea what that is. I would like to stay on the topic at hand. Well, that's rough. I always got to find some stuff to do when that one's going on, because it's just a show where women frown at each other and nothing happens. And they'll cut to a scene, and it's like a, a, a you know dawn on a beach, and two women meet up to frown at each other there, and then they go and they talk to other different women to frown at. It's the most dismal show in the world. It's awful. So I gotta find stuff to do, right? And I like cooking beet. I got a new cast iron, right? You want a nice crust on your steak, right? We got a small kitchen. You blast it, the cast iron, do as hot as you can, right? Put a nice, you know, you 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 get a nice little coat of 
rub some oil on on the steak, just a thin layer of oil on the steak. You put it down on there. You put some butter. You spoon it over. As hot as it gets, it gets black. It gets a little, not black, but, you know, brown. It gets a nice crust, you know, with your salt and pepper on it and whatnot. And then, and then you flip it, and it's still rare in the middle. And, um, you know, it's nice and good. And so what if the house gets a little smoky? I already took all the batteries out of the smoke detector, Mr. so it's Branson, fine. Are you known to turn off a light after leaving a room? Yes, but in my defense, every single time, I sarcastically offer to pay for what it costs to keep that light on every time I do it. <laughs> okay, one more question from me. Or, yeah. So do you leave all the kitchen cabinets wide open all the time? Yeah, forget. Yeah, every now and then I leave the all. What the do you kitchen. mean? Do you forget? Well, here's the thing. If I'm doing the dishes, right, I'll start. I'll open up all the cabinets and then I just start throwing stuff in rapid fire, right? And then when I'm done, I'm like, oh, all done, and my brain turns off and I start, you know, turning around and I don't close all the cabinets. Honestly, it's an easy fix. It's one of the. It's one of. It's an easy fix. But why should it be her who has to fix it? Couldn't you just fix it by closing the things? Well, I forgot. I'm hmm. sorry I'm not this golden angel baby that's flying okay, around okay, the okay. air um, singing Senator all Loud, my rainbow songs. Why don't you cover the last two, and then we'll move along to the final yeah. Are you familiar decisions. with a game called Mordhau, Mr. Branson? Yeah. Okay. So have you ever played this game and drank maybe, say, seven glasses of bourbon to enjoy the game a little bit more? Yeah. Uh, Sounds has, fun, right? Has anyone ever walked in on you throwing up on the bedroom wall because you're too inebriated? Yeah. Does that seem like boyfriend-like behavior to you? Well, in my defense, she cleaned it up real quick. So there wasn't any stains. <laughs> so all's well that ends well is what I like to say. Okay, and, and final question. Uh, you enjoy beer, right? Of course, we all enjoy a nice beer at night. <laughs> However, do you think yeah. that that beer exempts you from the duty of brushing your teeth before bed? I mean, I have been known to brush my teeth before. Who's to say? Um, you know, sometimes people forget stuff. Um, sometimes I, you know. So I would, I would ask the question: Do you not brush your teeth because the beer makes you lazy, or do you not brush your teeth because? Beer is like an antiseptic or whatever anyway, and it cleans them up nicely anyway. Well, it's... it's That alcohol uh, washes the teeth. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, that's a good idea. Yeah, it washes the teeth. It purifies I don't think there's it. any truth to that. Um, Mr. Branson... Oh, no, he just said it. You use alcohol your... to clean stuff, right? So why can't a beer clean your teeth? Yeah. Well, it's full of sugars and other things. Well, okay, we're going to move along here. Mr. Branson, I want to ask you some questions. Please answer yes or no. I want to go back to 2018. You were at an establishment called Bobbin. Do you recall this night? I mean, which? There's a couple of them. Perhaps you had just um, met a friend um, who you had known for some time, but you're hanging out in person Ah, with this friend. Now, do you... So the answer is yes. Yes. Do you remember overhearing your co-host mention doing Slovak folk dancing as a child. Yes. <laughs> and what was your reaction to this? Uh, thought it was yes or no questions. Or Oh, now you can, can answer openly. Oh, I punched him in the chest. You punched him in the chest? Yes. Are you aware that's assault? Yeah. Are you aware that he can <laughs> sue you? 
Yeah. Are you where you could go to prison? <laughs> yeah. Are you aware that it made a bruise? Oh, bruise? He got a bruise? Actually, there are a number of allegations along these lines from your friends. Um, do you remember well, here's a, one time? I'd love to see him take me to court for that and admit in court that he took Slavic folk dancing. <laughs> well, it says Slovak. There's a difference. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. That sounds way cooler. A, a, a boorish man of this of the disposition right. specifically yeah. to Slovakia. Yeah. Slavic but is a region. We have in other it. allegations that uh, one time in no, Missouri, I hope he takes me to court so that um, uh, I can, I can use my magic homeschool bus line and get that dictated down <laughs> that he drives the magic homeschool bus. Are, are there any truth to these allegations that uh, one time in Missouri, you were, you know, drinking a few beers, having a weekend, um, you know, with some friends and, uh, you know, things were getting out of control. You dropped your gold chain in, in the lake and you lost it. Um, yeah, yes. a, there was a, a, a certain amount of grab ass and slapping going on and just, you know. In uh, my defense, I was, I was not the only one partaking in grab ass. However, this was a workplace environment because of your podcast where when you hang out with your friends, it's technically a workplace we got a number of reports of workplace harassment from your colleagues. All right, but uh, a reverse question back to you, the Kings. Um, how does this make me a worse boyfriend? Well, it just doesn't seem like you respect your friends, and it seems like you are physically abusive toward your friends. So if that's how you're going to be toward your friends, then we can only imagine that that reflects well, poorly on all of your relationships in your if, life. I mean, there's I been times counter, when we go... a counter question, I would say... I would ask them, what are you going to do? Cry about it? Is probably what I would say to them right here if they were here right That's now. That's fair. No, well, I, I think would what, like. What we're going to do is remove your subsidies under this program if you can't uh, defend yourself against the allegations. Well, that's not fair because there's nothing to do with me being a boyfriend. But a good boyfriend has to treat his friends right, too. You can't just take I, it all out on your friends. I, I think actually, um, the worse you are to your friends, the better of a boyfriend you are. I believe that's popular knowledge. Um, okay. Uh, I think we can um, finish up here. Uh, do you guys want me to read my closing statement? Yeah, go ahead. I think that would be best. Who's running this show? <laughs> Just kidding. All right. To the lieges, the kings, and the your majesties of the senator courtroom... I like beer. I like the smell of beer. I like drinking it slow. I like drinking it fast. I will never, ever stop drinking beer. I like to drink beer, and I like to raise the roof while I am drinking beer. I could drink beer at a ball game, at a debate, or a swanky high-end fashion show. I could drink beer at the swanky high-end fashion show and walk in with a meatball sub and take a big bite and shoot one of the meatballs out the other end right into the fashion <laughs> floor, right? I could go to a San Francisco women's-only space with my big meatball sub, and I could spin around in circles getting marinara sauce everywhere as long <laughs> as I have a beer. It doesn't matter where. I just like drinking some beers and hanging out. Beer rocks it is cold and you can tell it is cold when the mountains are blue on the beer anyone that has ever drank beer with me knows that i am cool and i like drinking beer and i'm very fun to drink beer with i remember all the good things to say when i'm drinking beer with my friends fat bastard get in my belly i have nipples greg can you, you milk me you're killing me smalls 
Stop looking at me, swan. Never touch a black man's radio. You're my boy, Blue. Milk was a bad choice. My wife. And I know many more quotes, which are perfect for parties or whatever. My favorite part of the beer is how it makes me feel, which is good. When I drink it and sometimes when I think about it, I like it so much that I can just think about it. Sometimes I have too much beer. But it really doesn't bother me much. Just other people who get mad at me when I drink too much of the beer. So I don't worry about it too much. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I wish I was drinking a beer right now. I wish I was drinking a beer really fast and there was a bunch of people happy that I'm doing that. But I'm not drinking a beer right now. Like I normally would be. If it wasn't for the Senate hearing right now on a Tuesday morning. My sixth favorite day and my least favorite time of day to drink a beer. I wish I was on a beach somewhere drinking beer and watching like a wet t-shirt contest. I wish I was biting my knuckle during the wet t-shirt contest. I wish I was wearing a lampshade on my head at a cool party. And I am saying let's party to everyone while I wear the lampshade on my head. And everyone listens to me say let's party and starts to party and gives me a beer. And I drink the beer and we are having a good time on my head with the lampshade. I wish in my heart of hearts that I was on a, a three-person bicycle with two other cool guys. We are driving too fast through a wedding. And when we come out the other side of the wedding, we are all holding beers. And one guy has a bra on, and one guy has a bow tie on now. And I am wearing the wedding veil. And I turn around and I say sorry, and everyone laughs. I wish I was doing this right now. I wish I was doing all these things right now, drinking a beer. But I'm not. I'm here. I am defending myself to a world that hates me and wants to see me dead when I know in my heart that I am the man. I am the man, and if you would like to condemn me here today saying I am a bad boyfriend when I am cool and a good boyfriend and good friend to all, I will still be the man. I will march into jail and into hell, and I will be raising the roof wishing I had a beer. And I will not be portrayed as a mangy plague-ridden dog in the streets of England, covered in soot from a chimney and being chased by a, a crowd of people with pitchforks until they catch me and hammer in nails and put me on a cross in the middle of 18th century industrialized England and they burn me because they think I'm a witch even though I'm a dog and I'm in the street and they hate me because that's what they should do. Thank you. I love you. God bless you. I love you. Bye-bye. Peace out. Mr. Branson, after hearing all the statements, reading every detail of this 3,500-page case support dossier, in speaking here today with you, I think we can all come, we can come to the conclusion that you are a very big man, a man who is set in his beliefs and his ways. Not just a man, but duh, man. Whether disgusting, repugnant, honorable and even admirable who lives as big as you are and are indeed the man you are not perfect you're not the perfect boyfriend but you are simply human this hearing today has allowed me to understand that much with nothing more this is my suggestion to my fellow senators to clear you of any wrongdoing mr Branson. what's up more than clearing you of any wrongdoing, this committee is ready to raise your stipend to a quarter million dollars a year 
pursuant to a keg stand contest with your friends this weekend. Oh, oh, that's what's up. Well, if there are no objections, then I think we are ready to adjourn this hearing. Nah, I'm good. All right, then I'll just click the adjourn button here. I thought you had a gavel. No, we got a button. It's 2019. Well, that's what's up. And I'm not a judge. So what are you guys doing after this? I don't know. I might get a couple uh, couple beers. You can get some moisters Down and some beers. Down on K Street. That's a place where people in D.C. go. They go to I think K we should Street. go to a... I think I could get a nice uh, charcuterie board. Hey, save some for me, boys. Ooh. Ooh. Let's All right. Go to one let's of the blow this popsicle stand. senators like to go to. I'm wearing a basketball jersey under the shoot. I'm going to rip it off the second I get outside. All right. Well, I brought my own gavel, um, so I'm just going to hit it. Uh, uh, means adjourned. I'm the man. Well, you heard it here, folks. Mr. Branson has retained his stay-at-home boyfriend government stipend. This is great news for all the guys who sleep on twin mattresses on the floor. As you can see, Mr. Branson is leaving the Capitol, um, raising the roof, ripping open his button-up shirt and revealing an Allen Iverson jersey. Uh, he's now shotgunning a beer like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, okay, he, he's now pouring the beer on a small child and uh, Mr. Branson has been arrested. He's been arrested. Okay, well, we'll stay tuned for further developments. This is Andrea Corkbard for C-SPAN on Vice, signing off.